This Adult Life, the podcast with myself, Mark. And myself, Fiona. And today we're talking about a simple topic, a little thing that we do every day of every millisecond, and it can actually have an effect on our actions, our habits, our character, and even our future. We're talking about thoughts today. Yes, and we actually have a very funny story to share about what happened to us uh, one time on our holidays. Have a listen. And I'll be sharing a story of something a teacher told me that stuck with me for a very long time. Anyway, it's all that and a whole lot more right here in this podcast, This Adult Life. You're very welcome to the show. Well, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. So what are we talking about today? Fiona. So yeah, today we are talking about our thoughts. Now, some people probably think thoughts. What are you talking about thoughts for? And what is like there to talk about? You know, these little things that happen all the time. What is there actually to talk about? Well, we're actually going to delve into the power of your thoughts, the power of your mind. Don't worry, we're not going to get quirky or go too deep. <laughs> we're going to keep it real. But basically, we're going to be talking about how thoughts that we all do every millisecond of every day, conscious and subconscious, and how a thought can actually define your future. Now, that sounds like a big statement, but it is a very true statement. And we're going to break it down in this podcast the way we like to do it most. But on that note, last podcast, by the way, we were talking about um, the likes and dislikes of adulthood. And we kind of came away with, there's a lot of likes, um, but there's a whole lot of dislikes <laughs> as well. So if you didn't hear that episode, it was the last one, episode two. Uh, go check it out. Go enjoy it. It was a lighter one, I yeah. must say, than normal. But uh, at the same time, you know, hey, we like to mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to thoughts and someone says, okay, Fiona, tell me what you're going to talk about when you mentioned uh, thoughts. Um, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Okay, so a thought. A thought <laughs> when someone says to me, "What are you thinking?" or what do you well, mean? when I say like you know thoughts, and someone says how thoughts can affect and frame your life, okay, say yeah, what do you like think about? Okay, What's your so reaction to that? my reaction is negative thoughts and positive thoughts. That's the first thing that comes to my head. It's very true. Yeah, because I think for a lot of us, you know, I think human nature as well, we kind of can default to negative. Um, a lot easier than we can with positive yeah so it is one of those things that as people as human nature so if you're someone that says you know why do i think negative so quickly and so easily well when you're human it's just kind of the path of least resistance is to think along yeah. the lines of negative do you know that's kind of like you know um if you're going on holidays and mm. you're looking up TripAdvisor, yeah and there's like 100 reviews and there's 100 positive reviews on the hotel that you're looking at yeah and then there's like one negative review yeah <laughs> that's the one you focus I on I tend to like look okay what was the negative <laughs> but, but isn't it true that we focus in on the negative and what happens then is like that can decide or define our whole holiday because we end up kind of going well I know they had like 999 positive reviews yeah. but there was two that said the, the tells were dirty and the lifts were noisy the lifts were slow or, I knew the lifts were slow they were right or the biggest one where we couldn't get a bed by the pool <laughs> and that's always you know the way to get oh, sunbeds yes, and yeah. you get people getting up like at all hours in the morning yeah I always remember this and it was it was actually a German lady told me this because I used to get up early when we were on holiday we went to the where was it Lanzarote it was Lanzarote yeah. right? so we went to Lanzarote and we used to get up or like so we'd be coming out next morning after breakfast with the tells as you do 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 and you know factor 50 ready to rock and just <laughs> sit, in the, 50. sit in the sun and do nothing all day um and we would come out and we like no beds and then we're like how are there people like getting the bed yeah. so early and then we got earlier and earlier and earlier and we were getting breakfast early we still couldn't understand why there's still tells on the best seats <laughs> around the pool so what happened next was i was like talking to somebody um when i got a bed and i said oh you, you guys must have been up early this morning now she was she was german um and she was like but she's good english right and she says yes because us germans know we get up very early and come out to put that's not a german accent no really bad. but she said we used to get we get up very early and we come down and put the tails out before our breakfast i was like and what time oh about six o'clock or five thirty a.m yeah so then fiona was we're like we're not getting up that early she's, she's like i'm not getting well no you said i'm not getting up that no. early but i know a man who will and uh, i was given the task before breakfast i think it was seven o'clock and I used to go down and get the uh, the beds and put the towels on them. Hang on a second. Until the sign went up. No, 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 no. Towels will be removed. That's where you began. But then it went on to the night before when we'd be coming home. Oh, that is true. <laughs> you'd say, right, I'll run down now and I'll put the towel out for the morning. That is so but true. then one night you put it out and you got locked out. That's true. So what happened was, that's actually, yeah, I forgot that. So what happened was, 
I, and we'll get back to thoughts in Sorry, a minute. Yeah. But uh, what happened was, <laughs> I, 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 was um, I, I was like, it was getting earlier and earlier. And I said, you know what? What if we put the beds out the night before or the towels? And we yeah. did that. And then I went out a door that I didn't realize was locked out. And the way a this fire kind of, exit. A fire exit. And it was like, you couldn't get back in. So I was actually locked out. Eventually, Fiona rescued me and I was able to get back in. And then assignment up. And then they started removing towels. <laughs> and, then, and then we went down one morning and our towels were gone. <laughs> So then we had to revert back to the whole, okay, we, we won't uh, put our tails out too early. <laughs> but however, anyway. uh, on a side, but it is true when it comes to holidays. Um, but when it comes to thoughts and negativity or how we can focus in on negativity, even if someone says a comment about you, say, for example, you're in school. And like, I always remember I got this review. Well, it wasn't a review. What was it? You know, parent-teacher oh, meeting. report? No, yeah. Yeah, it was a parent-teacher meeting. Yeah. And it was a report and then the parent-teacher yeah. meeting thing followed it, right? So the the report thing was all okay. Were they called reports? School report. School report. That's yeah, it. I knew it was, I knew it was another <laughs> word. It's been so long ago. It. So basically, um, got the report and it says Mark does well, but he needs to apply himself a little more. <laughs> and I was like, now I was, I tell you what I was, I was nine. Right. right. So I was nine, and I got had to apply myself a little bit more. Um, parent teacher meeting happened. You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, the perfect child at school, <laughs> the perfect student. Uh, but no, so my mum comes back and says, oh, she just said you need to apply yourself a little bit more. Now that gave me, because I heard it from a teacher, and this is what happens with us as people. When we hear it from an authority in our life, someone who we have respect for or an opinion that we, I suppose it holds weight. Yeah. If Joe Soap's head in the street, oh, you need to apply yourself more, you wouldn't really <laughs> care too much. No. But when someone who is, I suppose, an authority or, as I say, a, a person of influence in our life says something, mm. we take it a lot more to heart. And I suppose I took it on board and definitely now being, I suppose, you know, a life coach, personal development coach, I, I can see how it actually in me, you know, I, I see how it formed a belief and I believe I had to apply myself more mm. so when i'd like done enough of something i said right i need to go and do more so if it was like i remember as built I'm, i don't want to go on about the story but yeah. it does make sense right yeah are you bored it's all you could focus on okay yeah None so what that was i had this thing where um we had to make this thing called a chronog right which is uh, do you remember what a chronog was um it's an old irish something fort. irish it's an irish <laughs> fort right oh yes and we had to make it with lollipop sticks and all sorts of things anyway and we'd go and make one for the end of year thing and i was like mark needs to apply himself so i'm like i'm gonna make the best chronog ever so what happened was I went and I said, okay, I've got to make the best chronog I can possibly make. Um, so I went away, built this chronog, put loads of errors into it. And then I was asking guys in school, oh, how's it coming along? Yeah, I've put like, you know, five errors at the weekend. So then in my head, I was like, because I believe I have to apply myself more, well, then I need to put in six. Do you know what I can? And <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a competitive thing. It was just I had this belief thing. And through the jigs and the rails, I had that belief literally for years. Like I'm talking oh, into young adulthood yeah. until I eventually had examined myself and said, hang on a minute, I really believe that I have to always push myself beyond what I've done. Now, there's no harm in pushing yourself. But my point was, it's amazing how I won the prize for the crown oak. Can I just drop that in there? <laughs> so it worked. Yeah, it did work. Right. <laughs> You're up every night where you making us. <laughs> so it made me become very driven because my mum was saying and the teacher saying, long story short, um, but it's amazing how that can also work as a real negative too, right? So that wasn't the worst thing for me. But when someone says to a child or a teenager or even a young adult, someone in authority like that we have an influence, says something negative like, you know, okay, I think um, somebody says, oh, you know, you've put on a bit of weight or, yeah. oh, you're looking um, very pale, very or pale or, yeah. or, oh, you're looking very tired these days or, um, you know, or someone says something like that or, yeah. or even worse again, when you're younger and someone says something to the effect of, oh, you know, you'll never make it or a teacher says, mm. you know, what, you'll never be any good at anything in life or you'll be a failure. And when you hear those things and from, from people, it can go in and, and 10 kids could hear the same thing. But it may only take one that will actually, it'll really stick and hold to. And what happens next is, I suppose, if you fail an exam, you're now then watering that negative plant, if we can put it like that. But yeah. basically, you're, you're kind of going, well, they said I'd always be a failure. I've just failed an exam. And that can begin to establish a thinking pattern that, you know, you're a failure. Um, because when someone says something and then there's evidence that it might be true, we take that on board and we can then define a belief from it and start a whole thought pattern. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. And uh, you know the way you hear people say like, um, so if you want to change your life, you have to change your thinking. True. So like how, it's well and good saying that, and but like how do you practically like change your thinking? Like what, what would you go about to do to change? 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, I suppose people I, you know, I suppose chat with online, different things as far as coaching goes or, you know, one-to-ones or workshops, whatever. You know, you'll always find, like, we all can do it, is where we realize that if we can change those negative thoughts or self-beliefs about ourselves, we can change everything. And it's amazing how it works because, like, it really, really does soak in. Like I say, you know, we could give, you know, 10 people could say, you know, you're amazing at something, say, you know... Used to play. What was it? Used to play hockey. Yes. Did anyone ever give you a negative critique on it? Um. <laughs> like a coach. I know you were like brilliant <laughs> and like Leinster trials and all stuff. But like, did um, anyone ever give you a negative comment? Um. Or maybe about something else. Okay, so not in not that I can think of offhand. I'm sure there was. Um, <laughs> not in hockey. I I can't think How of. How good one. were you? <laughs> I'm sure there that. was. I can't maybe, think yeah. of any negative ones in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're okay. I was passionate. That's all I ever did. I'd go to school. I'd come home and I wouldn't like. I just play hockey, like in my garden or my hall or whatever. Um, so that's what I I was passionate about. Um, okay, well, then, so I I just we we'll, we'll use was, a different example. Yeah. So did anyone ever give you like a negative thing where you were like focusing? Okay, on? so in school I would be the same. Maybe um, school reports. Yeah. <laughs> similar to yours and do you ever remember um, any of them do you know i don't because i don't i'm not really a thinker okay um in general i don't really focus on um things i think you'd be more prone to being more of a thinker i'd be definitely um, more analytical like i'd be i'll analyze it now, yeah what did they mean and what was their body language and did they really mean what they said <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, okay I'd be a bit, i would be a little bit more guilty of that yeah okay fair so enough. i think for myself, I don't really... So you did... I'd what? actually forget a lot of stuff. I know um, a friend of mine is actually very like that as well. Um, and she wouldn't be a thinker really either. But um, if people would say, oh, do you remember that happened to you when you were 16 or whatever? And she'd be like, oh, did that happen? I can't even remember. Because she wouldn't really dwell or think But it's not that you're much. forgetful. It's just you you do a Taylor Swift, you shake it off. Shake it off. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say that I haven't had bad critique or I I did have plenty of it in school. Well, you're just perfect. But (laughs) But for the rest of us... I got over it. (laughs) Okay, well, okay, fair enough. Okay, because that was, I suppose, one of the points I was going to mention later, but we'll chat about it now. I suppose it's down to the person too, because you know that you've heard it saying different strokes, different folks, like everything, you can have 10 people deal with one situation and you'll have 10 different reactions to it. And that's the biggest thing. And that's the biggest thing when it comes to our thoughts. It's how we and what we choose to hold on to and how we react positively, negatively, or whatever else have you in between. I mean, for me, I'd be pretty analytical. And it kind of goes, I suppose, the job I do. But at the same time, you know, it's 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 got its drawbacks as well. There is a time where you do need to kind of shake it off and yeah. not do it. Um, because I want to, like, when it comes to our thoughts, here's how it can kind of frame like everything like you asked about how it can frame our yeah. future and yeah. you know, change your thought change your life and stuff well because there's a whole process okay so you're ready for this so this mm-hmm. is the process of how a single thought can affect pretty much most things about you and i'll, I'll go back to it a little bit later on and how we can change that and stuff so there's going to be positive how we can get rid of this solution yes how we can change it but here is how it all works the framework of how thoughts actually define our future right so when you anything in life that is say a part of your character or a part of what you do it's a part of your future it's a part of your outlook whatever else uh, you know beliefs about yourself or beliefs about the world and um, you know habits that you do habits as in the way you react to things or thoughts that you have and actions that you take when something happens or yada 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 they all began with a thought one day and they probably started because uh, something might have been said or whatever else have you I'll give you a good example of a story I know this was a guy who went on to be really good in music and he was basically left at the door of a um, a foster home. He mm. was, his his mum got pregnant unexpectedly and didn't know what to do. It was a few year, good few years ago now, but didn't know what to do. Left him at the door of a foster home. And he was taken in by that foster home, so never knew his parents. Um, in the foster home, there was no, I suppose, environment of encouragement or no environment of, oh, you can be great and you'll do well. Or It was just an environment yeah. of survive. survival. Yeah. And that was it. And look after yourself because it was a bit, you know, tough, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, he grew up. But when when he grew up, um, and I, interesting because I read his book and uh, about how he talks about his different things. But basically what happened was he had this belief that he was less than. Because he saw, he didn't realize this until he was older, but he saw like, oh, 
you know, then as he would call it, the normal boys and girls. And people who were, as he would call normal, were the boys and girls who had parents, were the boys and girls who, you know, had a family home or were, were brought up like that. And what happened with him was this. He said, well, you know what? These guys, these, they're all the normal kids. I'm just not normal. And he kind of saw himself or thought of himself as like subnormal. So he was basically seeing himself that I'm less than the norm. I'm mm-hmm. less than whatever. Um, and how it all happened was because one day he was at this foster home. This foster home was, it was like a, an orphanage almost, right? So, yeah. and he remembered he was, he was coming home from school and the kids were being collected at school, you know, by, by their parents and whatever. And mm-hmm. he'd no one to collect him. He had to walk back home to his orphanage. Um, and the way it kind of worked was they, they would put you into school and you, you, you know, you, you're still in school, but you'd have to go back to this orphanage. Eventually he got fostered, right? Um, by parents and so forth. But the long story short is this. He remembered at the school when he was in this orphanage, seeing other kids being collected by parents. And he said he had this thought of, you know, I'll never have what they have. They're so much better than I. And he had that thought, that belief. That one little thought started to, I suppose, resonate in his thoughts. And this is how it happens. One thought becomes multiple thoughts. With whatever it is, whatever it's said to you, whatever hits home, grabs you, you know, and, and, and sticks with you. That thought starts to ruminate like a snowball and it becomes thoughts. Um, and then those thoughts then become your words because when you're talking about it with people, that particular topic, your words will just reiterate what you're thinking yeah. and it'll start to come out in your words. It'll then start to come out in your actions because you'll you'll act accordingly to what your thoughts and beliefs have told you and your actions then form habits and the habits will then define your character. Your character is ultimately what defines your future because it's your character that carries you through life when it comes to jobs and interviews and schools and colleges and all sorts of things and your relationship and partners and kids and all, all that kind of stuff. Your character ultimately defines that road for you. Um, the person you meet and you know the friends you hang around with, all that kind of stuff, your character. But all that begins back with a thought. Now, what was interesting with him was when he understood this, when he got this understanding about himself, he said, you know what? I need to change those thoughts. And that is a massive, massive part yeah. of how... So sometimes we need to take a look in the mirror and go you know, why do I react like this? Why do I have the habit of thinking this? Why do I believe this negative yeah. thing about myself? And that's when it's a negative thing because the same can be true for positive stuff. So basically what you're saying is think about what you're thinking about. Think, think, <laughs> I think so because like for a lot of people, I think self-belief is the biggest thing in the world. It's the biggest gift anyone can be given is when you help someone define self-belief. And basically yeah. self-belief is where your thought and your thoughts and your words and your actions are all in a I suppose, a good, healthy, you know, encouraging direction of something that's going to help make your life better. Yeah. And you mentioned there as well about um, thinking your thoughts are from like the people who you you hang around with, basically, who you mm. spend time with. You can start having like thoughts with the people who you spend most time with. Or isn't there a saying that you become like those who you hang around with? And it's true, though. I mean, the books I, like, you read or. Well, you know, I mean. Have, have you ever noticed growing up like the friends you hang around with you kind of become a little bit yeah, like yeah you start dressing the same <laughs> I remember I had a, a friend best friend when I was in fifth and sixth class and we actually used to dress the exact same because we hung around together all the time every day went to school together came home did yeah. homework together whatever but anyway yeah so you basically do you start becoming like who you hang around with um, for sure when you were a teenager anyway but um, I think it's true also for when you get older though because yeah um, absolutely it's what you're listening to. They're giving you advice, whether you, you know it or not. Um, but also the books that you read or the the things that you watch, you know, movies and stuff, you know, they all have an impact on your your thoughts, your thinking, your habits. Absolutely. I think that, that that's definitely true because whether we realize it, it's like I've seen this as an example of these guys who are graphic designers, right? Hmm. And in the show, they said, this is how we are going to, what they called it, you know, the power of suggestion. We're going to like set them up, right? So what they did was they said, right, we're going to pick up you guys. These are two separate graphic designers, right? Yeah. And we're going to bring you to our office to design a um, advertising campaign, basically a billboard. Yeah. So what they did was they got the guys, it was on TV, and they, in the, ta- in the, in the taxi they go, and the taxi was all pre-rehearsed. They had no idea, obviously the graphic designer guys had no clue was going to take a certain route. And along that route, they had all these implemented things to happen. One of the things was this. They had this blue elephant, like a guy in an elephant oh, suit. I've seen this. That was going to walk out in front of the taxi and the taxi was going to jam on. Yeah. And then it was going to walk across as if he couldn't see because he was in a suit, yada, yada. So they have all this. There was a, a blue elephant. 
um, there was a, all these subliminal subliminal messages. kind of messages almost. all the way through yeah exactly and by the time they got to the anyway there was one like the, there was guys with a load of ladders there was uh, guys who were painting with sorry there was ladders wasn't and, there a monkey there was a monkey yeah, yeah on, on like a, a street performance yeah so they had all these things strategically placed all yeah. along the route even a billboard yeah a big yellow billboard and it was amazing. So when they had to put the, said, okay, guys, we want you to go and design this billboard independently, these two guys. They had the same journey to the office, but independently designed a billboard. And it was amazing. Two creatives. Yeah. They came up with such similar ideas and completely, completely controlled by that taxi journey on the way to the office. As in, it contained, uh, one guy had real strong uh, emphasis on the blue elephant. The other guy uh, had more emphasis on the monkey. And they came up with a circus theme. Because of the elephant, the monkey, the ladders, and the painters were like clowns. Anyway, so the whole advertisement became like a circus theme. Now, they focused on different elements, but all the elements were still there. And it was incredible to see that how we are so... Yeah, we're so easily influenced by things. Like, obviously, this is the power of marketing and whatever else have you. It's like, that's why, you know... um, The Diet Coke ad, sure. Remember that Diet Coke ad years ago where the um, gardener would be like <laughs> 10 o'clock break. Oh, you he... remember it though, clearly. <laughs> or the milk no, tray ad. Yeah, it know. was 11.30. Uh, oh, it was 11.30, Diet Coke 30. break. It's 11.30, Diet Coke break. Yeah. You know, um, and if they want to sponsor us by any chance, that's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it is so true. Like even Santa Claus used to be green. Um, traditionally what? speaking and Coca-Cola changed it to red just while we're on no. that topic yeah that's a true story yeah it used to be green that was the traditional colour oh, no he's and better it, red and it was changed to red well thank you can thank yeah, Coca-Cola <laughs> for that but it's amazing how because they wanted and they just felt it was better and then it was more in a uh, theme with their advertising because they're red obviously anyway. but the long story is this is that we're so influenced by the factors around us it's in crazy like it really is crazy because we don't realize it, but have you ever heard of this? Now, this, I'm not getting into psychology, right? But you ever heard of nurture and nature? Yes. Okay. So basically, it's where people say that, you know, the person you become is because of your nurture and your partly to do with your nature as, you know, you as a person yeah. or any habits or quirks that are inherited. And the other part is like uh, nurture, the way you're brought up. Mm. Um, now, I think you can change that. So like, you know, you may have been brought up to believe one thing, but you can change it when you're old or whatever else. So there is kind of that people talk about that quite a lot and it gets misquoted too but i will say this your upbringing or the environment you grow up in does frame your thinking it is a major part because i'll give you an interesting story so this was a i i, I um you remember we used to run like a, um, a thing for um teenagers young adults in the city center it was yeah. like a, 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 a youth you'd, group you'd call it like a youth club yeah thing anyway and we did it with the community guards and different things like that. Anyway, so it's just kind of help kids, whatever, you know, keep them off the streets and give them something to do and, you know, games and whatever else. But long story short is this. So I just say long story short quite a you bit, do. don't I? And, and it's never short. And it's never short. So <laughs> anyway, so what happens was this, right? They basically, um, sorry, with this uh, thing in the city centre, one of the guys I met there and I remember going, talking to him, he would have been like 16, 17, maybe whatever else. And I remember talking to him, so oh, would you, what would you want to be in your older? Just out of chat, you yeah. know? And he was one of, one of the leaders in the yeah. group. I always remember him. And I said, like, what, what do you want to be when you're older? Just out of chat, you know, whatever else. And I remember him saying that, oh, well, once I'm not on drugs or alcoholic, I'm doing well. Because Jeez. that was sadly his background. That was his home life, you know? That right. was, and I said, I said, really? He goes, oh, once I can avoid those two things, I'll be all right. And he was still in school and his siblings weren't. And... He was doing okay. Yeah. Just really, really, you know, broken home, I suppose. Um, and interesting enough, I remember having the chat with him and I say, well, what if you could do better than that? What if you could, yes, keep off the drugs? Yes, keep from, you know, alcoholism. And what if you could go and live somewhere? Where would you like to live? And I remember I started this conversation with him. And what would you like to drive? And what would you, I've never even thought about that before. And I remember like he, he was really, he had never opened his thoughts yeah. to that way of thinking. Yeah. And it just took a little bit of, you know, like, well, why not think about this and think about it. But I wanted to share that story because it was amazing how his framework and his self-belief was. You know, when he saw, you know, uh, the guards, you know, the police, he always felt to run from them. He always <laughs> felt they were the bad guys. Now, in this in this group that we did, they were a part of it, which they were there to kind of to help in the in, you know, community. And he realized that I used to think all the police were bad people. You know, they just, they hated people like me. And I realized it's not the case. Yeah. But again, that was something that was framing his thinking from his upbringing. Yeah. What he's seen, what he was surrounded with basically framed his, 
his th- his thoughts like what we're saying yeah. exactly and his beliefs and his yeah. outlook in the future the whole lot was fr- but you know what's amazing was this i got to meet him maybe four or five years later or maybe even more a good few years later a good yeah. few years later, i was at a rugby match and i was walking in and i heard someone go mark is that mark Pennell? and i was like who who is that and i, I remember turning around and i seen him and i remember i could recognize his face partly and i went yeah is that you and uh, I can remember his name, of course, but I won't say it on here. Yeah. But uh, I've ever seen him. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, what are you doing here? I didn't think you were ever into rugby because he was mad into soccer. He goes, no, no, um, I, I'm a security manager now. And uh, he said, I, I got involved in the business and I've been doing really well at it. And now I'm a manager. And he was heading up security at wow. this pretty That's cool rugby cool. match. And for someone who... Oh, he was working at it. He was the manager <laughs> of the security. Wow. So all the security guys at this match, he was organizing them. Um, he would have been in his late twenties at that stage. But the point was, it was amazing the way he went from being, you know, not thinking whatever else have you. But what I'll never forget what he said to me because he said this. He's I'll never forget that conversation we had no that way. night. He goes, that made me. That just changed everything for me. Really did change everything. Yeah. And obviously now he's he's a mature adult and it's, it's a lot different. But he said, I never forget that. But that's all it takes is just someone or a book or something. So. To go back to your yeah, point of, yeah. we have to be so careful what we feed our minds because it will ultimately frame our thinking, which, as we say, your thoughts, it'll affect your words, your actions, your habits, your character, and eventually your future. So when it comes to the friends you have, and we all know from you know our mothers telling us, oh, don't be hanging around with them or whatever. Else. Yeah. But there's so much more to your company. And also, like you said, your books. And yeah. You know, and the films you watch, you watch and all these things, particularly when you're younger as well, they all have an influence on us. What what does that, you know, the way um, you say that films can frame your thinking. So what does that say about us who watches um, a lot of true crime dramas and... When you say true crime, you know, what does that mean? <laughs> what, like... like, you know, uh, murder, murder... <laughs> murder mysteries like true stories or like that are, thing like we people have been Netflix. murdered what was it it was a, oh we love oh true story stuff yeah courtrooms what was it making a murder making a murder or um what was the one we watched recently that was really good dirty john dirty john yeah, exactly yeah. yeah yeah that's a true true crime it's not it, the name makes it sound like it's <laughs> something else <laughs> dirty john no it's it's a, it's it's a crime drama based on a true, story. true story it's really good actually yeah, it's on, on netflix it's on netflix of course um yeah you know like this thing i mean this is what we love to watch but you have to be careful too well so, actually i know yeah. how I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this back on you because because well. when it's late at night yeah and say if i'm you know working late or something and then you hear a noise you all of a sudden start thinking, oh yeah there's they, a psycho outside. yeah well that's probably something to do with the movie Definitely. you're watching actually you're, you're right because when we do watch those type of um programs i do when i go to the bathroom and i hear i, I kind of run back to the sitting room because i'm like scared <laughs> So like, now if you were watching like, you know, Let It Go, Let It, like Frozen. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, no, no. you probably watch that. But if you were watching Frozen, you're not going to be necessarily thinking the no, same definitely, thing. No, definitely, definitely so, not. So, you yeah. know, so it so, works on all levels. So level. true. But, you know, I suppose more importantly, and, and the more, like the deeper side of it is, you know, those things that people told us growing up, like, you know, it's a really good thing to, and this is how I discovered that I had this belief that I always need to try harder than everyone else from yeah. what that teacher had said. Um. We, I had to think about that or, you know, why do I think this and why do I believe this? I could even, like, at certain times, I'd be doing stuff. I could hear it, like, I almost hear it in my ears. You need to try, do harder, you know, push yourself yeah. more. I could nearly hear it. I could nearly picture the reports, you know what I mean? Shiny. And it's amazing how, because that was, and I mean, I probably don't remember anything else from that those years even, you know what I mean? But that was one of the things that did stick with me. And it's amazing how, like... Uh, all walks of life we all have stuff like that that we've just taken on as fact yeah and it's not fact it's no. a belief but it doesn't mean it's yeah. fact and, and you, it's somebody else's opinion about you as well so yeah no he was probably it, I mean, it wasn't a, a negative thing it was just i probably turned it into a negative by you know yeah working longer and later than they and of course have. you only remember the one negative thing but yeah. you're very lucky you only had one negative thing well i'm sure there was you? more you know messing in the back of glass no, but i'm sure there was more but at the same like the, uh, actually i meant to say that the report itself was really good yeah like, do you know what i mean like the academic side of things and and the results and the, the, all that kind of was actually good yeah um i, I mean i was a smashing nine-year-old uh <laughs> i don't know what happened after that but anyway no but like it was all it was it was genuinely good but yeah that was one partly what i meant to say earlier on is I focused just in on that one line. Yeah. And that, and, and that was it. And it's nature, amazing. Isn't it? it just hung. And that, like we were saying, 
we tend to focus in on on the negative and we tend to focus in the negative as well like you know one of the really really you know i suppose sad sides of social media today is so many people you know with posting pictures online and whatever yeah, else and yeah. you know and there's, there's people who look amazing and and they look incredible and i'm sure it's hard hard work to look like that as well you know what i mean <laughs> but they post these pictures um and i mean this wouldn't and probably me. after about taking 100 selfies <laughs> yeah like and 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 that's the thing but what the difficult part for that is i suppose when you're younger and you yeah. know maybe if you do have a little more weight or whatever else you're bigger made you yeah. know what i mean you can take this opinion on that oh they're better than me or i'm not you know so power which is a complete and utter false belief yeah you know it's it's not true at all so it is something that we i saw from we all know ourselves and we all know what kind of you know affects us or doesn't affect us but if we all take a second and think well hang on you know what there is this particular thing i always think about that's not a positive yeah and say well who says it's fact it's, uh, it could be just complete fiction yeah and tell me this do you still have the school report i wish i did um i don't think no <sighs> i highly do unless my mother has it in a box you'll have to ask her yeah i know you know what she does have. that would be hilarious do you know what she does have in a no. box in her attic <laughs> she has the first curl of my oh hair my from gosh. my first haircut isn't that not weird i've weird? never seen that do you ever see that no i used to be blonde I know, like, yeah. Like real blonde. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and I, like, yeah, I don't know why. Is this a thing people do? Uh, yeah. I've first seen... curl. Was it first tooth? She's not a tooth. I don't know. She has the first curl. Yeah. I'm in a talking about teeth. You actually have uh, your no, you wisdom teeth. I see. Okay, so what I had to do was I had the to. Attic the other day. <laughs> it's pretty gross, isn't it? So a couple of years back, I had to get my wisdom tooth taken out and it was, it was sideways in the x-ray it was like sideways under my teeth like it was sideways <laughs> wisdom tooth anyway i had to get it taken out and they took it out and he put it in a little glass jar. jar i think it's like the, like i don't know why they show you this but then he goes so there's your tooth <laughs> yeah can you believe the size uh, of them yeah and it was huge right and i was like can i keep that yeah that's for you and i still have it to this day and when you look at it it's disgusting, disgusting. why would you keep that I you don't should know. put it on a yeah, chain for you know to wear around oh, like your a neck shark tooth. Like, like a shark tooth yeah <laughs> Yeah, that would be <laughs> kind of cool. Maybe just more weird. Um, but what I was going to say, so going back to the whole thing, you know, when it comes to thoughts, um, I have a couple of things that I do share sometimes at workshops yeah. and I thought yeah. I'd put the share here as well. Um, if you want, if, if you can identify about yourself something you need to change, a negative thing, like if you believe you're a failure or whatnot, going back to my story of that guy who was fostered in different things and had a pretty rough up, upbringing, he eventually... Kind of came to understand this about himself. He went on to be very successful. Yeah. Um, in what he he does, he works in studios with music and different things, and he realized that you know we can. It was it all started with that one thought. Now he was able to remember the thought of seeing the family picking up the child from school, and that was just one little thought that sent him on a whole belief that he was subpar. Mm. So you know maybe you can remember the specific moment or time about that negative thing, but if you if you can or can't okay one thing but this but i will say this is you can decide to change your thinking about it now you may not yeah. remember what triggered it yeah but you can change how you think yeah. about certain uh, okay. negative things so here's a couple of things i'd normally share Go sometimes on. in workshops and different things um the first thing you've got to do is is you have to i suppose desire change yeah you have to kind want of say well i want to change that i don't like the way i react that way i'm always doing this thing and did it you know you have to decide desire to change yeah second thing is then make a decision and decide to change because a lot of us will say oh i should change but when you say no i must change it's a it's a game changer should and must are two very different things i should change yeah. and i must change you know so make a decision based yeah. off your desire that i must change it's like saying i should go to the gym actually yeah no i should go to the gym that's very true what is actually no i, I must go to the gym it two, is so true. two totally different things when you say i must go to the gym you go to the you gym have right? to go. um so the second thing is then start to deepen your knowledge about that particular quirk or or, or thing that you just want to change get knowledge you know like if you want to say be a successful business person We'll start reading biographies and books about successful business people. And you'll yeah. soon start to acquire knowledge on how to do it. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? Like desire to change, to desire and decide to be something and then finding out how to do it. So that's where you deepen your knowledge. And then diligence is key, right? So you stick to that. You know, you're going to say, right, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to change because I desire to change this. I've decided to change this. I'm learning how to change this. And I'm going to be diligent and keep that going. Yeah. Because when those say, say it is successful in business or maybe it's about self-belief. If you say, you know, I want to change 
how I view myself. I always feel, you know, not uh, not a success. Or if you feel like you're a failure, say, decide, you know, desire to, to, to change that. Decide to change it. Deepen your knowledge on self-belief and how you can get over that failure. You know, get a life coach if you need one. And um, become diligent in it. So now all the time you're constantly telling your brain and your thoughts, no, you know what, I'm changing this. Me believing that I'm a failure is a false belief. It's not true. I'm going to change that thought. Um, and then what you need to do is you need to defend yourself from your old ways, believe it or not. Because the old ways, because they're your old ways, yeah. you know, will come in almost subconsciously. You need to change yeah. the old ways and defend yourself from falling back into those habits and this kind of you know i'll I'll explain how this can even work with someone trying to give up cigarettes but i'll get to that yeah i'm just thinking there as as you're talking about um i remember there was a time where i said right i'm gonna give up um chocolate because i I have a bit of a sweet tooth and um like that i had to want to change had a desire to change (laughs) um but it's like when you give something up it's like all you can think about it's like oh i love cup of tea now and kick out or something because it's a habit because it's a habit so you have to actually take time to break that habit in your mind like it's crazy no it does but i'm gonna give you a great example about 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 meat in a minute right <laughs> okay it's it's a good example okay. that explains a whole lot in one <laughs> fell swoop um so def- and then what you gotta do is you gotta disassociate from those that i suppose reinforce that so if you're around people that are reinforcing that you're a failure or you'll never be a successful business person, or, you know, you're less than. If you're around, you've got to dis- disassociate from those influences yeah. because they're con- they're going to be counterproductive. They'll be reminders all the exactly. time. Exactly. And then you've got to have a, 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 a depend, right? These are all Ds, I know. But so yeah. You've got to depend on or have a source that you can depend on. So if you're, if you're at a low ebb, you know, for some people who maybe lack motivation in the gym they might have a go-to song yeah. that gets them going they de- they know they can always depend on that yeah you know have a source that you can depend or a on personal trainer or a personal trainer <laughs> well they may not be around but you need something Some, but yeah yeah something to encourage you to, you can depend on yeah you can resort like reside in you go well, you know if i'm not feeling great i can go and listen to you know the adult life podcast and realize that we're all struggling <laughs> uh, but you know have something that you can depend on it's kind of your go-to i remember i worked with a person who had really bad anxiety and they would go through um you know i suppose catastrophic thinking you know they always think the worst they would fear things that um, never really happened to them but they would have a lot of fear because anxiety that's how it works so we'll talk about anxiety in a future podcast mm-hmm. but basically one of the things that i said well write down some of what we're talking about write down some of the new uh, like truths and you know dispel the old beliefs and they started to write down some of the things that they could go to almost like a mantra you know they could go to right yeah you know would it be a verse or a song or whatever but they wrote down these things and it became their go-to on a bad day and they were just gonna they knew that they had something they could depend on just writing those few things in their phone and they did that and so that was the, the like the depend side so find something you can depend on yeah so just to reiterate when you want to change something mm-hmm. you got a desire to change right because you have to want to change. Yeah. You have to decide then, okay, I'm definitely doing this. I must do this. You've got to deepen your knowledge on it. You've got to get diligent with it. You've got to defend from your old ways, like stop those bad habits cropping up. Disassociate with those that, you know, try to reinforce negativity, you know, those negative beliefs. Disassociate from any influences like that. If you're listening to, you know, I remember there was a person I was working with and they, and they used to feel um like depressed you know they had a, a they used to call it a failure really low it wasn't yeah. quite um depression but it was, mm-hmm. it was very low they had bad days and i remember through the conversation they said that they listened to a particular band that played particular music that a lot of people love yeah but it's very it's very depressing music right yeah. and i i'm gonna say well, how much do you listen to this music oh i love the band i listen to music all the time yeah and i was like do you think is it having an influence, you know, on your thinking, you know, and whatever else have you? And I don't want to say the band because I don't think that would be fair <sighs> because not everyone would react like that to yeah. the band possibly. But anyway, I, I wouldn't listen to the music myself. But he listened to, he, he said, yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. And I said, well, that music, you know, I'm not saying he has to go off and start listening to like Taylor Swift and all that kind of stuff, you know, upbeat pop <laughs> Shake stuff. it up. Yeah, I'm not saying you should do that, but I'm just saying, is, well, maybe you should measure how much you listen to that music because I said, it's, yeah. do you think... And I asked him, I said, do you think that has a positive or negative reaction in you? And he goes, completely negative. He 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 actually completely changed the music he listens to. Um, as in, he was more stringent on who he listened to. He edited. Yeah. He said, I, I won't listen to that as much. And he cut yeah. down a little bit. And he, in his own words, says, that has been a game changer. Wow. So music, because some people, it's music, TV, books, people, whatever. But yeah. Like, yeah, as I say, some people are, we're all affected differently. But for him, music was a big part yeah. of pulling him down. It reminds me of a story um, of a guy... I once knew <laughs> no a friend of ours and he was going that's like a song a guy I once knew <laughs> that's actually yeah 
Well, I should hope we're not talking. About, was this just a friend <laughs> or an acquaintance? True. Now, can we just no, no, establish no. this, please. <laughs> you know him too. I'm just a jealous um, guy. Go on. So, friend of ours, and he, we didn't know him at the at, at the point, but um, he was suffering with like like what you're saying, like um, depression, or you know, he was very down. He, he had was dealing with a lot of things in his life. Yeah. But um, he used to watch comedies all the time. Do you remember oh, this? Oh yeah. And um, it's good. Still a friend, good yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. And um, we just don't see we him. We don't much. see him a lot. <laughs> we don't see him a lot. That's the thing. But um, we're friends on Facebook. Well, he was. Um, his story was he was diagnosed with clinical depression. Okay, and didn't was know that. hospitalized. We didn't know him at this point. Yeah, we didn't know him. Yeah. this time. he only told me his story later on. Yeah. Um. Do you, will I allow? Yeah, you go because you know that you know yeah, the story. I remember he shared it with me, and I could not believe this. Right. So basically, um. He used to look after his father. His father wasn't well and his his, his mum was passed away. Yeah. And then he, uh, I mean, he was in his 40s anyway. But um, it was from, actually from his 30s into his 40s. Yes. It was quite a number of years he was yeah. looking after his father. And then eventually his father died. And he just felt, obviously, the heartbreak, the heart loss. Both parents now passed away. What's the purpose of, of it all? What's the purpose of life? What am I going to do? I've nobody. And he just, you know, and he had no friends really around at the time yeah um, he'd known he could trust or rely on or whatever else and he just fell into a very deep dark state of and he was as he told me diagnosed with clinical depression and he was in hospital right yeah. and a friend or someone said do you want me to bring you in anything and he said um yeah i need something to watch and he remembered him and his dad used to watch uh used to love billy billy Connolly, Connolly. billy Connolly. And so what happened was he got DVDs of Billy Connolly and started watching them in hospital and it started to make him laugh. Yeah. And it started to get his mind off, you know, oh, this was the negative and hurtful and, you know, those sad thoughts. Yeah. And he started to come out of it. And he literally said, listen to Billy Connolly, literally got me out of the rut that I was in. And it was, it began, I began to laugh again. And it took time. Um, but literally... He, uh, with that positive influence or that, you know, that laughing, yeah. um, he turned what was negative into, in a way, in a good thing because he remembered his dad then through the laughter yeah. and he got out of it and he yeah. never had it since. He never had even depression. Yeah. He, um, like it was, a, it's an amazing story. Yeah. I just to get him on here, but he'd be too shy for that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, it, so it was amazing how, you know, he, he, he changed everything just by adding in a new influence, yeah. which was humor. Laughter. So he was focusing on what he was watching and the humor rather than his thoughts, whatever yeah, his thought pattern was. Yeah, basically, he was breaking the, breaking the system, the spiral yeah. that he was on, he was breaking it. Yeah. And what's amazing was sometimes, you know, they, there is a saying which says, laughter is medicine for the soul. That's right, yeah. Never forget that. Laughter yeah. is medicine. Because, you, you know, you, you, can't be, you can't be sad and laughing at the same time. That's true. Maybe immediately after each other, but you can't be at the same time, <laughs> which is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, so, you know, on that note, um, I suppose... I, I just to recap on, on when it comes to our thoughts and, and it's hard to give loads of examples I have loads of stories and examples yeah. I could give but it really comes down to us examining ourselves and realising that well you know what if you find that you're thinking negative sometimes what happens with people is you ever hear you'll hear a belief come out in, people, in their words because they might say oh um, oh sure I never win anything you know when people get the, you see them win the lotto and I thought oh sure I, I never win anything but the, you know so you'll hear the belief come out in people's words or oh I'd never be good at any good at that or you know it's not that you're going to be good yes. at everything in life but you'll hear what people believe come out in their words yeah. but what I mean by that is not that you go around and start examining people but examine ourselves why do we say these negative things about ourselves Yeah. where does that come from and yeah. look at it um, because as I say a thought you know one single thought pr- produces thoughts those thoughts will produce your words your actions, it all affects your emotions. Um, your actions become your habits. Your habits, and when I say habits, it's habits how you react. Yeah. You know, if you feel that, like my that that guy I was talking about, where he thought you know police were bad. Well, he'll every time he sees sees police, he used to get a reaction to run, and they're the bad people. Yeah. Because that was his habit. He was habitually rea- responding based off his beliefs and his thoughts, right? So that's yeah. how habits can kind of convert. Can your uh, habits be something that you uh, as well you you go to like if you're stressed? Oh, I'll have a glass of wine. Like, can that be? Can, well, they're that just be bad a, habits. That's not. That's no, but not the, not not an alcoholic <laughs> way. Like, just you know, some people can associate things with 
uh, oh, I've had a stressful day I need to relax so I'm going to have a glass of wine actually you're right I tell you what happens a lot of the time not all I've, I've seen this happen um, someone would will say a, a parent says oh you know they say it in front of you you're a teenager oh I'm stressed give us a drink there I'm yeah stressed. exactly yeah the talk goes in your head oh stress you need, a drink helps so yeah. that thought and whatever else in your you <laughs> your belief you can take on that belief and yeah. it will come out in your reaction your actions and your reactions because you'll kind of have that belief that oh yeah. this is what you do and you're stressed or it could be like for me I if I'm a bit stressed or something do you ever like get that. stressed <laughs> well <laughs> I do of course um but I I tend to go to the the cookie jar yeah it's like an emotional eat you don't emotionally eat well a cup of tea and. It's comfort eating. Comfort eating. Well, once it's done, it, we all need a bit of comfort every now and then. But once it's done in uh, <laughs> moderation, you're grand. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth, you see. You no, have a I'm savory. savory. I'm savory. So you'd like a good steak or something. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me of my story I was going to say about oh. meat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, you know, in okay in Ireland, we have this thing, um, meat and two veg. Like, it's like that was, that was, it's not a dinner unless it's meat and two veg. <laughs> yeah. Right? There has to be meat on your plate for number one for it to be actually registered as a meal. And if there's no meat there, what is it? Um, <laughs> except for breakfast. You were allowed to have cereal. But you had to have a full Irish breakfast on a Saturday. But anyway, so I had this... And then you hear all this message about protein, protein, and da 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 right? So I grew up knowing that, you know, you have to have the meat on the plate for it to be a meal. And into marriage, as you know, we, we both yeah. had this belief. Yeah, really. yeah. And then I read a book once, one, one day, and... Um, your dad told me about the book, I think, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I know. How Not, How to, not die. to Die. A yeah. book called How Not to Die. With a title like that, you have to read it, right? So I read this book, How Not to Die. We both did. Mm-hmm. And it says about, you know, and it was all based off Harvard studies and stuff. So it was pretty factual, less theoretical, right? And it was really, really good. So it's a great book, How Not to Die. Can't remember who wrote it, but it's brilliant, right? So I read this book and it said about cutting down on meat and how statistics, you know, cardiovascular and heart and did it and how it all is affected positively when you don't eat meat every day. Yeah. Now here is someone who lo- I was a red meat savory person. I that's I I love meat, and I went from well, when I read the facts of like what I would call facts from studies. Yeah. I can't deny that. Mm. And I said, well, I want to live longer, and I you know I want to be healthier, and I don't want to suffer with these ailments and da 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 da. You're here for a long time. I'm here for not a, lo- a good time. <laughs> Some people say, "Are you here for a long time <laughs> or a good time? time?" I'm here for a long good time. <laughs> a long good time, right? <laughs> That's why I'm that. anyway. So, so anyway, so what happened was I had to change my thinking of what I saw as dinner. And when I started eating vegetarian dinners, we did it like no meat Monday. Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah. It was a Jamie Oliver instigated yes, that or something. It was actually, so we yeah. started with no meat Monday, and then we realized other people through conversation were like, "Yeah, I, I do a no meat Monday," or they they cut down on meat as well. And we're like, "Oh, I'm not the only one." So the thought of, but when I remember having the first vegetarian dinner, I felt like I didn't have dinner. I felt like I had a meal, but I didn't have dinner. Yeah. And what happened next was I had to change my thinking. So interesting, through reading the book, that influence, Yeah. you know, Harvard studies, I respected it, right? Yeah. I changed my thoughts and I changed my words and I started to tell people about, you know, you know, I'm not a vegetarian, but you can be a flexitarian, you know, eat meat sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, and, I, and I still eat meat, but I don't eat it every day. And it, my actions were, ha- and then my habits were affected and, and all that kind of stuff. So it did have a true effect on me. Now, how did it affect my character? It affected my character because it now opened my mind. And here's how it also affected my character. I realized how stuck in a mold we yes, can be. Yeah. And how that, you know, it's not habits. always healthy to be stuck in a mold. You yeah. know, forget the fact I'm talking about food. But when it comes to, you know, healthy thinking, we could easily get stuck into a mold of, this is the way it is in order to be right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that happens to people. You can get the blinders on, you know, and, and like the people who say, oh, we never win. Oh, I'd never win anything. Or, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd never be any good. I'm no good at that. Or, oh, I've never, you know, I'd never achieve anything great. People have all sorts of, of these yeah. negative things that start with a thought. Yeah. But anyway, so at the end of the day, through the whole process of thoughts, words, actions, habits, character, and, and future, um, it all started with a thought that came from an, a a positive influence being this book yeah and and how it would affect me and i think that's how we can start to change those thoughts is like i mentioned earlier you know deepening your knowledge yeah find out have a desire to decide to change it and then get knowledge how to change it and what is possible because when we do change our negative thoughts it does open up our mind but it opens up our world and it opens up possibilities Mm. because now you're presented with choices you can make and things that you can change 
for the better. So if you want to change anything in life, it is a true thing. It does start all back down with a thought. Very good. So there you go. Well, that was very educational. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) What do you mean? Thank you very much. (laughs) Anyway, it was good to talk. Um, But anyway, so um, yeah, well, listen, um, thanks very much. for listening yeah. and uh, we will see a... you in the next uh, pod or we'll, you'll hear us in the next podcast do it did you do a youtube video on thoughts did i do a youtube video on thoughts no i didn't oh but maybe i should <laughs> i thought you did no but on that note <laughs> do find us on youtube because i have other videos up there um just put in mark fennel on youtube oh and i have to mention the instagram and facebook oh yeah so instagram is at mark's happy place with a k facebook is at, at mark's, mark's happy place yeah. and the website is markfennel.ie and it's fennel with two L's and two N's just so you know anyway so it's all on there and you can get all the podcasts uh, on there as well but listen it's um, it's good to talk what's the next podcast the next podcast um, we're talking you know we were talking about influences um, and stuff and I think the next topic should be you picked this topic so I'm going to pick the next one yeah I think the next podcast should be all about toxic friendships toxic relationships what the the influences in our lives are they good or are they toxic, toxic. it's like britney spears she's a song called toxic go on sing it there <laughs> what song is it sing it i'll sing it in the next podcast you're toxic anyway <laughs> okay well listen we'll do a duet you know it's been a pleasure as always yes and i realized that you know it's the only time you can you really listen to me when i'm on a podcast <laughs> so it's great let's do these every day no choice <laughs> anyway uh, thanks very much for listening in uh, by the way if you are feeling super generous and super kind and nice please do give us a review and five stars would be awesome and uh, we will see you or you'll hear us in the next podcast and if you want to get in touch we would love for people to get in touch absolutely so through all of the methods we've mentioned um, markfennel.ie head over there or comment below just get in touch let's know your thoughts and if you have any advice to add or any topics you'd like us to discuss in future podcasts um, because these are every week and uh, yeah on that note we'll say a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me we'll see you in the next podcast bye this adult life bye bye